Here we go again, guys. Another wild week here at me reading stuff from rural Washington State. I'm Robin O'Neill. I guess I've only lived in two places since I started this podcast, haven't I? I lived in Beverly Hills and now, beep, Washington. Um, you guys are awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I I messed up one night, but I've had three nights of trying really hard to have a normal person's sleep schedule, meaning go to bed at a reasonable hour. What would reasonable, I don't know what reasonable would be to most people, but I'm thinking like, I can't imagine anything before 9 p.m. for an adult, but some people, so let's say 8.30, 8.30 to 11.30 or midnight is like what you would quote reasonable. Like, you know, old people would say this, wise people would say this. And you know, I've talked about it before. I can't, go, I normally can't go to sleep before, I mean, 2.30 a.m. or something, 2 a.m. And I've been really messing up and not sleeping a lot at all. So I, which is probably why I always ask you guys what your sleep schedule is. Anybody, if you want to write in and tell me your sleep schedule, I just want to read it. I just want to hear from you all about your sleep schedules, what you think about sleep, what time you get up, what are your sleep time rituals. I want to thank listener and friend Sylvia for giving me the most beautiful um, email about sleep schedules. You can reach me at, what is it? Me reading stuff at iCloud.com. Yeah, so anyway, two nights ago, I think it, maybe three nights ago, I got to thank Damien for this. People have been trying to change, not ch- people have been trying to change me my whole life and finally Damien came around and did. <laughs> no, but people, so the deal is I have heart troubles, right? And when I don't sleep properly, my heart messes up more. And I just complain about my sleep schedule all the time. So anyway, Damien challenged me. Why don't you try to take a bath at 9 p.m. and be in bed, lights out by 10 p.m.? Let's see what happens there. Because reading time usually happens for me in the bath and then in bed before sleeping. So I tried it and I can't believe it, but it worked. And the greatest part about this is at 8 a.m. the next day, before my alarm was going off, which it was gonna go off at 8.30, I think, because I didn't think there was any way I was falling asleep before like 12.30 or one. I was willing to just lay there and try my hardest to sleep. But anyway, I fell asleep pretty quickly. And then I woke up at 8 a.m. just like, boom, eyes popped open. I got out of bed right away. I took care of business. I had the most productive early two hours of the day that I've had since probably I was in school, college. And I realized, and I will tell you this, and I'm not lying, I haven't, I haven't in probably, I'm gonna, geez, I'm gonna say eight years, ever, I have not woken up like that in eight years. I haven't woken up and been ready for the day. That's just not possible for me. But it is possible. And then I did it again today. And last night, I really didn't want to go to sleep when when I was supposed to. I've switched it to 11 is when I go. So 10 o'clock is getting ready for bed. 11 o'clock, you got to try to go to sleep. Lights out. Um, Lights out. Them's the rules. So I don't know. It feels really, really good. And the email schedule, you guys have really helped kick my ass on emails. And for the most part, I'm doing okay. Now, I know I've forgotten about some emails or I messed up on some emails or whatever, but for the most part, I'm really checking those boxes. So, 
Very happy. Very, very happy. I've also re, I, I just started accidentally to do this thing where when I walk by a mirror, there's a mirror in our kitchen. And I've been going back and forth to that mirror quite a bit because, sorry, I had to stop the recording for a second because Frankie, I locked her out of my studio. She's in the house and my studio is outside the house and she is just crying like a baby. But if I put her in here, then she cries. It, it's just, I can't do anything. Anyway, so this mirror, I've been going back, not, not in front of it, but I pass it all the time. And I don't know if anyone remembers this, but in my old house in California, I would pass this one mirror in the hallway and I would wink at myself as I walked by. <laughs> and I didn't plan it, it just started to happen. And I gotta tell you, I'm doing it again it just popped up one day I was walking by and I happened to glance over near the, you know, in the direction of the mirror. And as I'm walking by pretty swiftly, cause I'm a fast walker, I just gave myself a little wink and, uh, it cheers me up. Not that I'm sad right now. I'm not too, too sad, but you can always use a little cheering up or lightheartedness in your day. So I'm giving it to myself by just giving myself a little wink. Like, Hey girl, you're looking good. Looking real good, babe. Um, what else? Let's do another recommendation corner. Okay. Have, have any of you ordered Lifetime Movie Club? Are any of you into the Lifetime Movie Network? Now, Lifetime.com is not my cup of tea anymore. It's more like, I don't know, reality shows that I'm not that into. But, you know, I love Lifetime movies. I've been watching a lot of them. Some of the highlights are The Perfect Nanny, starring Tracy Nelson from 1999. Tracy Nelson, if anybody knows a lot of 90s stuff, she, and kind of early 2000s, she plays the best psycho that you've ever seen. She plays a really good psycho, pathetic sister in Melrose Place. I can't remember what all she's been in playing a psycho, but I love her and she plays a real psycho nanny in this one, a nanny obsessed with romance novels. And then another one named The Lady Forgets. And that is starring Donna Mills, if anybody remembers her from the 80s. I think she was on, it's either Dynasty or Knott's Landing or something. But man, Donna Mills, you'll remember her when you see her, if you're as old as I am. And a lady forgets. So it's, yeah, this is from maybe 89. And this woman doesn't know who she is. And I, I don't remember a lot, except I know there's an art curator who gets murdered in a really dramatic fashion and the sculpture goes fly, like flying through his office. It's pretty awesome. Lots of sexy saxophone as any good 80s or 90s movie. I give this one an A++++. Um, the Perfect Nanny gets an A+. One I wouldn't recommend, also about art, is called The Art of Murder. Uh, a gallery assistant at a really cool gallery in New York City gets kind of mixed up with this killer. Uh, it just wasn't that good. It was a newer one, maybe from last year or something, but there was a lot of art references though. They were, this guy had a forgery of a Degas or something like that. It's always fun for me to see <laughs> anything art related in these dumb movies. It's, they just get everything wrong. Like they cannot figure it out. They don't think to consult art people. Every opening has like a, a jazz quartet playing in the corner. I've never in my life seen that happen at an art opening. Um, and if it's not that, then they just have really loud jazz music, you know, through the speakers or whatever. But um, it's clear that artists and art people are thought of as total jerks because every time I see that in a movie, we're all jerks. So I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some truth to it for it to become a thing. And... I think that's it for the recommendation corner. I ha I think The Vow is getting really horrible. 
Um, well, the last episode was okay. The second to last episode was so unbelievably boring. How they can make a sex cult uh, documentary and make it boring is unbelievable to me, but they've managed to do that. Does anyone agree? Does anyone hate me for it? Um, I think that's it. I'm going to read to you guys. So today I'm going to be reading from, it's a phoneme media book. It's called Worm Eaten Time by Pavel Srut. And this is translated from the Czech by Deborah Garfinkel. And let me just read the little paragraph on the back cover. Uh, yeah, Pavel Srut died a couple of years ago, was born in 1940. Uh, this book collects the seminal work of, now I'm quoting, the seminal work of one of Czech, Republic, Czech Republic's most important living poets in an award-winning translation by Deborah Garfinkel. With dark humor and surprising tenderness, Srut's Soviet band masterpiece is an elegy for Srut's fallen homeland, written in the months following the Soviet invasion. An essential addition to the canon of 20th century band literature, his work as a poet testifies to the power of poetry and the human spirit that can overcome the forces that would silence an individual's will to speak the truth. Um, really fascinating. There's a lot of fascinating uh, um, writing about him as well. Just do some searches and you'll find it. Uh, and I'm going to read. I'm really excited because I also found my Christmas poem in this book. So get ready. Okay, I'm going to read this one. In praise of the four-stroke internal combustion body. And it starts with a quote by E.E. E. Cummings. I like my body when it is with your body. It is so quite a new thing. I like my body because it holds together while everything around me falls apart now. My limbs jut out, my teeth chatter, my tongue dishes up a mess, my throat sucks it down, and if all day I've been running around, I'll rattle home on three cylinders. I'll fall asleep and my body, by daybreak, will announce whether or not and where it will get the necessary repairs. So good. And I've got a funny one for you too. I'm going to read you love poem. Up top on the page it says, In the land beyond lies. You lie as if lifeless. Your convex mirror mists over with my breath. Bre breath. <laughs> Sorry, not breasts. That would be good too though. Um, and then scroll down the page with your eyes and it says, Commentary for readers less well versed in poetry which is hilarious already. A poet gazes at his lover who lies there as if dead, barely breathing. It's no wonder she's experienced something of great beauty and power, the act of love that no lie can defile. He's captivated by the film of glistening perspiration on his lover's belly. It reminds him of a convex mirror. He recalls the time he once read that with the help of a convex mirror, you could tell if an apparent corpse were still breathing. The poet sinks to his knees and overcome by passion, he exhales deeply against his lover's belly. Once he's been assured that there's no doubt that it's been covered over in mist, he goes, without the slightest hesitation, into the adjoining room to write about what inspired the aforementioned poem. Now, read it again! Exclamation point. <laughs> so, I love Pavel Strut. Very funny, very, very thoughtful, very strange. I'm really, I really love this book. Um, and I don't believe I've read to you guys from it yet. So check it out. I'm going to link to this book on Phenome Media, Phoneme Media, so that you will be able to buy it for yourself. I highly recommend it. I think you guys will like it. 
Um, what else do I have to say to you guys? I want you guys to follow me if you aren't already on um, Instagram or Twitter. It's R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. And thank you guys for listening to this podcast. You know, I haven't said this in a while. I just want to thank anybody who's listening. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I haven't said it enough lately. Um, Only in passing have I mentioned it. But I absolutely love doing this. I love talking to you guys. I love hearing from you in all the various ways I do. And it's very fun and important for me. And I think that something about doing this podcast sort of saved me um, when I started it. And, And it also connected me to people in my life who I desperately needed and didn't know I was missing. So... Thank you guys very much, and thanks. A lot of you guys have been sharing with friends and buying me reading stuff, shirts, and all that good stuff, and it just makes me feel very happy, and I hope I'm giving enough to all of you as well in whatever ways I can. Um, oh, I want to announce too, so I think I've, I've mentioned to you guys since I'm working around the clock, except now that I'm actually getting sleep. I'm not working while I'm sleeping. Uh, that my shop is opening in November, but I went ahead and put one item out early because it seemed timely enough. It's um, a greeting card, and you can find it in my shop. Just go to robinoneal.com and click on the menu up top, and you'll see shop, and go to the shop, and you will find, um, it also has a link to the Me Reading Stuff merchandise, the shirts, but this card, let me grab one. Um, All right, I just drew this one day and thought it was funny. I guess it's a headstone and it says 2020 on it. Like it's a headstone for the year 2020. And it just says 2020 to 2020 on it, under it. Kind of, it's kind of a visual thing. You kind of want to see, you kind of want to see it. So go check it out. It doesn't, it doesn't read well this way, but it reads well visually. And these are $6 a piece and I'm selling them through my shop and I'm really having a good time sending them out. I think I might be sold out right now, but I have more coming, so it's no big deal. Get on there, order them. If it does say sold out, I'm really sorry. I don't think it will, though. And if not, just try again tomorrow because I'm getting them all tomorrow. But that was really exciting that people actually wanted them. So 2020 Headstone Cards, they're out. I want you to get them. What else? Let's close this out. Um, Is your life together? How do you feel about your life right now? Positive, negative, in between? Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you hopeful? Uh, does your life just totally suck? What are you dreading right now? What do you dread? What do you fear? Um, have you ever had a restraining order put on you? Uh, be honest. I need to hear about that. Are you sleeping enough? Of course I'm going to ask you about sleeping. Do you like Chinese chicken salad? Do you enjoy your occupation? And do you have big plans? Big plans in life. Do you have big plans that you are right now actively pursuing? That's all I've got for now. You guys are fun. You're amazing. And I look up to every single one of you. And I love you. Good night, everybody.